Hello, and welcome to the Deep Spirituality Podcast. It's uh, producer Nate here. This is, uh, I believe, part two of our How to Deal with Pandemic Problems series, where Russ is having a conversation with uh, uh, three different couples on how they're handling the the, uh, pandemic and the spiritual lessons that they're learning during uh, this time. Before the conversation gets started, make sure to subscribe to the feed uh, on whatever podcast platform you like to listen to. Um, And without further ado, we will jump into the conversation. Our next segment, it's going to be pretty exciting. How to deal with pandemic problems. Step two, choose patience instead of pride. Let's take a look at the scripture. Patience, what patience looks like and why it works. Psalm 37, verse one, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord. So this is a hard chat passage for me. It's saying trust instead of worry. Fretting, it's being anxious. It's being worried. It's having a lot of angst. It's having a lot of tension in the shoulders. Basically my life. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take the light. There's that happiness again. I keep hitting that theme because I need to be a happier person. I'm doing this for myself. Take the light in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. There's that light again, the light in the darkness. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. So when everybody else is going crazy, we should be calm. And now I want to bring in Austin and Coquette McDonald. They're going to talk. They have, they have, they have little kids. Uh, Dave and Kimmy have a little bit older kids. And when you have little kids, I've I've been in the little kid mode. This is, this has got to be very challenging. uh, This whole pandemic thing, man, I, I, I might run out of the house screaming if I had little kids. And for fortunate, maybe that's why Austin or Co kept it with us today. We, they ran we out have run out of the house screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this in here. Better to gnaw on a bit of dry crust and peace in the feast and a house full of stress. I hope you guys can help all of us with what you've learned during the pandemic about dealing with stress. Let me get you in here and let you guys get started. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's an understatement to say that, you know, time with kids during the pandemic is challenging, right? I mean, yeah. especially the last few weeks, the pandemic, you can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. So stuck in your home, but then the air can't even go outside. Right. So it's, (laughs) it's just, you're stuck in the house. We've got two, like you said, I have two little kids, a six-year-old boy, four-year-old daughter, and they are just running around like crazy inside the house. And, and I think, um, it is stressful. I I think early on in the, in the pandemic, um, time, of course, there was a lot of fear and there was a lot of anxiety about what's happening. And I, and I think, um, you know, that really worked our faith, like Dave and Kemi were talking about, um, where yeah. you really got to work on your own relationship with God in order to lead your family and get through. And, and then I think as it sort of went on and, 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 and it becomes this, um, this thing where we're just waiting, right? We're waiting until, <laughs> until the end. Yeah, and, yeah. and you have to figure out, what are you going to do, right? How are you going to handle this? How are you going to figure this out? And I, I think there were, there, were, um, uh, there were times when I just wanted to, to get out. Right. I just wanted to escape. We're talking about running, yeah. screaming. I was I was really into looking at RVs at one point yes. in time. I was like, wow, if I had an RV, you know, yes. I wouldn't have to stay in a hotel. I could go and we could drive someplace. 
We, I was on, I was on Facebook Marketplace, you know, just looking sure. at RVs all day, yeah. all night. I was on YouTube watching videos about RVs and what is it like yeah. to be to live in an RV? What kind of RV do I want? You know, Let's what about go. this option? What about that option? And uh, and then I even found one. I was like, oh gosh, there's this vintage RV. It's like a classic thing. Everybody loves this this RV. Beautiful. Let, let's let, somebody has one. You know, up on Skyland Boulevard. Let's go look at it. So I go to we yeah. go to look at it together yeah. as a family. <laughs> And oh, my Coke wife, kept shaking her my head. wife's shaking I her see head. Coke kept shaking that, her was, head. that was what she was. That's what she was doing the whole time we were up there. She's being patient. You know, we're talking about patience, oh, right, with your husband. So she's being patient. She's like, well, maybe this is my husband's thing, and maybe you know he's interested in this. Let's. She's like, she's humoring me. She's talking to yep. me about it. And then she's like, babe, you know, we we've never even gone on an RV trip, right? How are you gonna buy an RV? Like, what? You don't have any idea what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, we didn't buy that RV, but that desire, right? That desire yes. to, to get out and escape. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. I mean, and I, you know, just for the record, full confession, same thing. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I just didn't go see one, but we actually, my family rented one for us years ago for Christmas. And I was like, that's the safe way. Maybe mm-hmm. it's that I love you sharing because I think everybody feels this need to get away from this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How do you get away from it? Beautiful story. Sorry to interrupt, but I was just wanted to make sure you weren't the only one out there. It's a good thing you and I weren't talking at the moment because I That's probably right. would have gone. I could have given you all kind of tips. Well, and we might have got, we might have bought it together you and, and it would have been a family trip. <laughs> oh, he didn't mention that we actually went and he drove it. We had to wait till after he drove it. And at the end, we're like, okay, you know, we don't know how to handle an RV if you buy it. It was a little, it was a little crazy. Here I am on these like hairpin turns on, on yeah. Skyline Boulevard with this 28-foot RV. It was, it was, it was harrowing. Um, well, it, you know, it, but, but at least you had a little adventure. Yeah, I think that's the cool part. For sure. Yeah, it's an, it's and then Coke had to watch the kids for like that two hours while I was looking at the RV. Oh, um, boy. Uh, that was strategic. <laughs> that's right. Right. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure what I got out of that. So I, I, I think that this everybody has this desire, like you're saying, right? Everybody wants yes. to get out. It, whether it's like, oh, I'm in, so I, but I want to get out of my, my life. So let me like watch a lot of Netflix. Let me yes. you know, do whatever it is. And yeah. I, I think we really came to two different things that, that, that were um, helping us, but then also purposeful, right? And, and, and Dave was talking a little about this earlier. Um, one of them was just, uh, uh, you know, this desire to get out is really about, um, well, part of it is about the need for relationships. And, and yeah. you need to connect with, with others. And that's sort of the point of this scripture, right? That, that look, right. When, you, when you have a, a close family, when you have a close relationships, when you're dealing with the things that are happening in your life, that's great, right? But having a bunch of stuff and having the best RV or whatever it is, a vacation or watching a bunch of Netflix, whatever those things are that, that help you escape, that's actually not going to help you deal with the things that you really need. And so for us, we, one thing we did was we started building a close relationship with a couple down the street that has two kids about the same age as our kids. And wow. we are like roommates with this, with this, this family down the street. We're always in their home. They're in our home. You know, That's we've great. totally gotten past like asking for something in the cupboard. We just go, you know, open their refrigerator, <laughs> get some food. You know, they're at nice. our house. They're just opening their nice. refrigerator, getting food. So it's like we're, it's like we're, we're, we're best buds. And it's been such a, a relief for us to, to have, um, you know, a family to connect with. And, yeah. and, and, and talk with and just also to to have free babysitting of having kids in our home or like sending sure. our kids to their home. That's awesome. Sure. And, I, and I know that they get the same kind of relief that 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 we get too, just from from connecting and, and being close. And that's been really, really encouraging. And I feel like, um, you know, something that that God's totally provided for us. It sounds like, you know, and I, I love this part. I can't wait to hear what Kokeb has to say, too. 
about this, but it sounds like uh, just a fantastic spiritual insight you're giving us is there is a temptation to run. There's a temptation to think that if I can get over here, if I can buy a new RV, buy a new car, buy a new house, go to France, you know, wherever it is, that that will somehow solve the problem. And I think what we're hearing from you is, you know what, wherever you go, you're going to be you there. And so if you're stressed out about the pandemic here, you're going to be stressed out about the pandemic in Nebraska, or I should say in Ohio, you know? And, and so I think a lot of it is we don't even, what I love about what you two are talking about is the transparency and honesty with which you talk about how it feels. And I know it was a lot more stressful than you could potentially describe all of it. And I'm sure Coquette will tell us more in the two hours she had to be with the kids when you were running away. <laughs> um, and I'm going to remember that strategy, by the way, Austin, as, as usual, you teach me things. But let me get you, let you in here, get in here, Coquette. I just appreciate the story and the insight. <clears throat> so for, um, I think uh, one of the things we did that really helped with our neighbors, I, I, I definitely believe that it was God providing that relationship, but we didn't really plan it. Um, yeah. They came to check on us right after uh, George Floyd, and they wanted. They came by and they wanted to know, "Hey, how are you doing?" That's and, so cool. Yeah. So, and um, we we got we're really blessed. We have like a really great neighbors, and luckily we have the same age group. And of course, our kids don't know what social distancing is, so they just right. ran to each other. So we had to talk about it and decide between the two of us. I'm like, okay, we're gonna be in a bubble. Let's yeah. decide that this is it, you know, and, um, and start the relationship. But I think it was mutually help, helpful to me, you know, having them as our friends, like we see them, I see them more than I see my own sisters. Right. So they became like an instant family and just willing to just open up our home. And our kids want to be each other's brothers and sisters. Like they cry whenever we send them home or like the other one. So, you know, I think to see our kids not feel the pandemic in a sense, because one, they're kids, so they don't really feel they little. Right. And for them, they just need one or two friends and the fit that need for our kids, a fit need for us, because we don't see all our friends anymore. Like, and we have to be open to whoever God provided right in front of us. Yeah. Um, so we can't really go, even if we got the RVs, like, just like you said, where are we going to go? I mean, the world is on stop right now. Well, so. you can come to my house. I just want to make that clear. I'll be, I'll be waiting outside with my bag. But yeah, I love, you know what I love about what you're saying is where are we going to go? And I think, I think what, what, what you guys probably underestimate is how relational you are and that a lot of us can learn from your relational nature, because there are a lot of people who have neighbors maybe not as cool as the ones you have. They sound pretty cool, but that have neighbors that are great. I know we do, but they don't, we don't want to be friends with those neighbors. We want to go be friends with somebody in, in, you know, Mississippi or whatever it is that we knew back in the eighties or the seventies or the nineties <laughs> or the early two thousands. And so I think it's not to be underestimated. What I also like is that you already had enough of a relationship with them. That they checked on you during the whole George Floyd racism thing. And that's powerful because I think there are a lot of people around who want to understand and talk about and deal with those things. And the fact that you build a relationship, obviously beyond that, but that included that's pretty special. I do want to ask a question before I forget about it, Kokeb, because you, you've, you've helped our family with your talents and skills 
as I believe an occupational therapist, right? That's yes. occupational therapy. Yeah. And um, you wrote a book and it's on Amazon, I know. But I think, I hope I didn't get this wrong, but you're working on another book, right? Yes, it should be out next month. Okay, so was part of that work on during the pandemic? Yes. So you kind of did what our earlier guest, Dave Traver, said, which is you saw this moment as an opportunity or a possibility, not just as a problem. Can you just talk a little about that? Because a lot of people are saying, wait, you got two kids. I know Austin, and I want to thank Austin. He pushed me for a long time to do stuff like we're doing now digitally. So I do thank you. That lunch we had at your place of uh, where you work was awesome, and I did not forget it. But I, I think you got two kids. You got a, a husband who carries a heavy load at his job. I know about that. And, and you, you're taking care of the kids, you're building relationships, and you're writing books. How in the world did you stay sane enough to do that? Or what was the secret sauce? Can you just talk about it? And you can tell us uh, the names of the books if you want to real quick. Well, I, I think the, the process started about uh, last year before the pandemic when I started writing the first book. Um, really, everything I started creating, it came from a need and a lack Um, One of them was um, my own kids. Both of them have uh, vision issues and they need to work on specific treatment. And that was a need. And um, so I saw as as a parent, even though I was a therapist and I worked with a lot of parents and I was like, do this, do this. Right. And I expected them to do it. Now, as a parent, I saw, oh, this is hard. <laughs> That's yeah. why they're not doing this exercise and that exercise. And I had like See, this. See, now, you know, now you know why I wasn't doing what you told me sometimes. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh. Hey, no excuses for you, buddy. No excuses oh, for man. you. Oh, man. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> so for me, it was the first time as a parent, I was like, oh, I've been overwhelming them with all these information. And they have a lot of other things they do, too. Right. So my kids were giving me maybe 10 to 15 minutes, you know, tops yeah. to do anything. So yeah. it became like this. I really believe in a reflex integration uh, treatment. And I, I realized like if, uh, as a trained therapist, I can't even get my kids to do these exercises. I know they need. Right. I bet a lot of parents will have issues with this. And the idea was like, I'm going to create something that's fun. My kids would like. They're going to be my test subjects. And I'm going to create a product, like a book, which, by the way, I don't I didn't like writing at all. So that was something Austin <laughs> encouraged me. But it was like, that's the best way to get it out there to just yes. produce something for parents. I now know, understand from the parents perspective and sure. the compassion. So I think the idea came from that, like helping my kids. And also, I think for me, uh, you know, as a parent, I, I hyper focused in and it made me nervous. I'm like, where's my kid? And I, I'm like, I'm so focused. I didn't, I can't handle that. I needed yeah. something that I can um, give back. Like I can only do some certain things with my kids, but um, yeah. I need an outlet that's I love this. Big, I love bigger this. than me, you know? Yeah, I love this because uh, I think, you know, it's funny. Uh, in the earlier interview, Kimmy talked about a variety of things she was doing from gardening to cooking for others. But I think you probably underestimate how helpful this is for people because there are people sitting at home that always said they were going to clean up their office or always said they were going to redo their closet or they were going to paint this or build this or whatever. And, you know, probably more important than going and finding their version of Austin in my RV 
is going and taking on that project. You know, mm-hmm. some people may be at home going, man, I want to get a promotion. And if I just learned how to code a little better, I could get that promotion. Well, now's the time to do it. Yeah. Now, tell me, um, can they get your books? Because that would be, I mean, there's p- parents who watch this. There are definitely a lot of parents that have exceptional children. So can they get those on Amazon or something like that? Yeah, um, my first book is on Amazon. It's called Integrating Primitive Reflexes Through Play and Exercise. It's an exercise, therapeutic exercise book for parents, teachers, and service providers that they can use to work with their kids. Well, we're going to try and get a picture of that, and we're going to put that up for everybody to take a look at. Because, one, I think it's an awesome achievement to write a book. And second, it's going to help a lot of people. And third, I think just the two of you together... And uh, I want to get you to talk very quickly, if you can, in a minute, Austin, about juggling work, too. But the two of you together, I'm encouraged. I'm personally encouraged because just I know there's a whole lot that's gone on from from at, at work where where you're dealing with a bunch of stuff and, and then in life and all the things I mentioned earlier in the intro. And you've taken them full force. But to come out of this and be able to say we've got new friends, close friends, we're still loving our kids, but I love what you say, Kokeb, about I can't just take care of my kids. I have to have something where I'm doing something that's outward to even stay. I think I can speak for everybody on today to stay mentally and emotionally and spiritually healthy. Yeah. Uh, and so for all of us out there, maybe there's this little project you were, you were wanting to, you know, take on, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe people think it's crazy that you'll embark on it. Go ahead and do it. Why not do it now? Uh, instead of joining me and Austin in the RV as we go across the, the, the country. Now, if you want to look at a great RV movie, you want to get Robin <laughs> Williams movie. That's a phenomenal <laughs> RV movie while we're on the subject. And uh, we'll try to put that out for you. But Austin, can you just say a little bit about juggling work? And then I'll be able to get you out of here. I appreciate your time. Yeah, I, I'm sure everybody listening is <laughs> feeling the same thing, especially if you have school age kids, you're trying to to uh, balance the kids being in class during the day and then you, you're working, I mean, your spouse is working, you know, you don't have enough bandwidth and the internet at home to just handle all the Zoom calls that are happening. <laughs> right. uh, it's, it's challenging. And, and I think that um, I, I, I think the thing that I come back to is actually the sentiment in the scripture, which is more about prioritization, right? It's the, it's the uh, you know, when Jesus was talking to, to, to Mary and Martha, talking about what's really important you got to yeah. focus on what's really important, and and I think ten. I always come back to this idea that look, ten years from now, you know, my kid is not going to to remember how I performed at work during this six months, wow. right? But they will remember the connection that I have with them, and so just coming back to that, okay, I I, I have to I have to prioritize things in my life. Um, sometimes you know, work is 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 not going to to go as well as I, as maybe I could have made it go if I yeah. you know rearranged my whole life to to center around it. And, and that's okay. And, and then also, I think that there's a flip side to that too, which is, um, uh, and I think a lot of people experience this, there's a lot of fear around, around your job. There's a lot of fear about, yeah. about the finances. And that's so right. I think there, um, I've, been, I've been reading through the, the leaders in the Bible, reading through Joshua and reading through uh, David and just seeing how they faced opposition. Right, they face difficulties and challenges by turning right. to God and by 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 um, having that relationship with Him. And to me, I'm like, that's what gives me the energy and the strength every day to say, Hey, yes, my family is depending on me. Yes, um, you know, we uh, uh, we need health insurance. You know, we need we need income. Right. And and I think that there, um, you know, when when economic times get difficult, there's always that that fear that things will go south. Um, and but 
to 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 get up every day and know like no I I'm going to give give my energy to to work during work time I'm going to make the most of that and God's going to God's going to help me help me get through. I love the perspective both of you have and I think it's very helpful. I think you'll be amazed how much it's going to help people today. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Uh, Just make sure to check out episode one if you haven't already and uh, episode three uh, on the Deep Spirituality podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to the feed uh, and we'll see you next time.